The Beatles are a pretty nice band, and we've got a lot to say. The Beatles are a pretty nice band, talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfit a lot, so are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band, someday we'll judge if they're fine, oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. I will. So now that we did it the road, here's a beautiful love song. <laughs> So it's a world of uh, contrasting uh, lust, love, lust, love. Two sides of the same coin to some people. So I like the general concept uh, of I Will. It's addressed to a love of his life he hasn't met yet, Um, which is interesting because I heard this song at a wedding. (laughs) Hmm. It It didn't last very long, that sh... The belly's pretty, no doubt about that, uh, but it comes off as a stereotypical Paul love song, a bit hollow. Love you forever and forever. Love you with all my heart. What is this, 1963? <clears throat> I think Paul thought the music would make the lyrics irrelevant, uh, but, you know, to me, that's not the case. No, I, I get it, like, but... I, I love this song, and uh, I've teased this a few times. This is my favorite White Album song. Oh. Uh, uh, I think this is one of Paul's masterworks of melody. It's a quick burst of pop that is so short, and it makes you want to put the needle back and listen to it again. Now, listening to it with fresh ears, I think I know why I love it so much, and I think it sounds. I think it's because it, it sounds like it could be on McCartney or you know, Ram, you know, me being the hashtag Ram Stan. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, I see what you mean about it maybe being hollow. But, you know, again, what's wrong with a silly love song? You damn know what is wrong with a silly love song. You damn I know. I love you. I, it's funny because I was going to say, um, it reminds me a little bit of Every Night on McCartney, except Every Night is superior um, because there's you know, legitimate lyrics in it, but it's also like, you know, breezy, beautiful melody, you know? Easy, breezy, beautiful McCartney. McCartney cover. (laughs) (laughs) No, and and I love Every Night. Like, that's a wonderful song. I mean, those records are very much just easy, breezy, domestic bliss love songs. And this is, you know... Obviously, he hasn't met the person yet, but it fits within that mold for sure. A love song written by Paul. I Will was one of the songs worked on by the Beatles and their associates on Rishikesh, India. Paul said it. Yes, of course. This is the case for most, if not all, of the songs on the White Album. But it's worth mentioning. Paul said something about being a feeling like a minstrel around Sherwood Forest. Uh, he, he literally said, this song finds me in my troubadour mode. Uh, just because I was involved with Jane at the time doesn't mean this song is addressed to or about Jane. Oh. When I'm writing, it's as if I'm setting words and music to the film I'm watching in my head. It's a declaration of love, yes, but not always to someone specific. Okay. Um, although the music for I Will came together fairly easily, the words were worked on in India and remained unfinished even as recording began in London. Paul said he remembers sitting around with Donovan, a baby, a couple of other people. 
we were just sitting around one evening after our day of meditation, and I played him this one, and he liked it, and we were trying to write some words. We kicked around a few lyrics, something about the moon, but they weren't very satisfactory, and I thought the melody was better than the words, so I didn't use them. I kept searching for better words, and I wrote my own set in the end. Uh, very simple words. Straight love song words, really. Yep. I think they're quite effective. It's still one of my favorite melodies that I've written. You just occasionally get lucky with a melody, and it becomes rather complete. And I think this is one of them. Quite a complete tune. Can you imagine if you're Donovan, you're asked, you're asked for help, you're not getting paid for this. Paul McCartney says, yeah, you know, too corny. And then he, what he, he comes up with instead is love you forever and forever, love you with all my heart. You're like, what? <sighs> hey, man. The mood it's was that McCartney bad. Right there. It's pure McCartney. During an interview for Radio Luxembourg to promote the release, McCartney emphasized a wide range of musical styles found on the double album. He said that I Will was a legacy of the Beatles having had a satisfied request for styles such as Roomba during the pre-famed years in Hamburg. Although completed just two days, it took the Beatles 67 takes to get right. Oh my god. But not all the Beatles, because George Harrison did not take part in the recording. Beginning at 7 p.m. on September 16, 1968, and finishing at 3 a.m. the following morning, Paul, John, and Ringo recorded the song, plus a number of ad-libs, as the session progressed. These include Take 19, which was an improvised song based around our line, Can you take me back where I came from? Lasting 2 minutes and 23 seconds, the take was eventually trimmed to just 28 seconds and used on a white album between Cry Baby Cry and Revolution 9. We will devote an episode to that. The full version was released in November 2018 as Can You Take Me Back? Take 1. In Take 29, McCartney has an ad-lib song Won't in place of Will during the first verse before John Lennon replies, Yes, you will. McCartney chuckles after this ad-lib and then the song ends at this point. This take was included in the expanded box set of the Beatles released in 2018. Other songs played during this session include Step Inside Love, Los... Paranoias, Blue Moon, and The Way You Look Tonight. Uh, Take 65 was the best version. The next day, Otis McCarty overdubbed backing vocals, bass, and another acoustic guitar track. He also sang a bass part. Offer Jonathan Gould identifies I Will as an effective, demure punchline to the sexual suggestiveness of Why Don't We Do It In The Road? And similar in mood and form to McCarty's 1966 song Here, There, and Everywhere. Mm-hmm. He also views it as lacking a genuine emotion, however, due to the lyrics and musical arrangement that concludes, this is one of the few instances in which the restraint Paul typically brought to his ballad singing blanches into something that sounds like simple indifference. Who knows how long I've loved you, he asks, and it's tempting to think, who cares? Ouch. <laughs> I <It's> disagree. So- <laughs> Howard Soons welcomes the diversification of McCarty's non-rock white album contributions, such as Martha, My Dear, and Honey Pie, but he says, if I will, it exemplified Paul's weakness for the soft center love song. The melody was catchy, but the lyric about loving his beloved forever and ever, etc., was the sickliest cliche, a taste of what was to come. I mean, song, yeah. Of what, like, hold on. It's like he wasn't doing that for the prior... <laughs> 
<laughs> five right. years. But it was under the guise of like, oh, we're a boy band, we're a pop group, we gotta, you know, I think you got away with that a little bit. Yeah, I guess so. The song was sung in the 1994 film Love Affair, starring Annette Bening and Warren Beatty. Okay. Ooh. Uh, they're they're uh, they're still together. Yeah, I think so. Love count five. We have some love hey. here. We have some bit. love in the White Album Club. Josie scale. I'm going to give this a Josie. I understand. I'm going to give this, however, a yeah. As I said, it's my favorite song on this album. It would be bad if this was your favorite song on the album and you gave it to Josie. That would be a bad song. What is this? Please please me? Mm. (laughs) (laughs) The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Talk about them day after day. But we also love the outfield a lot. So are these songs better than your love? The Beatles are a pretty nice band. Someday we'll judge if they're fine. Oh yeah. Someday we'll judge if they're fine.